This is episode 130 something, uh, 135, yes, 135, which comes after 134, of course, of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. I am your host, the almighty Skull Crusher, coming to you from Steel Valley, Pennsylvania, and joining us from upstate New York is the lovely Natalia. Natalia, how are you doing? I'm very good. I'm very good. Good to hear. And um, we have to say that Klaus is still out traveling somewhere on business. And Mr. Spriggs is on vacation as well. So the hell with them. I thought that just the two of us should get together and then discuss, well, I don't know, if you want to talk about the Olympics a little bit. And um, yep. and the Vuelta mostly. Um, so, yeah, so that's going to be the episode. And I don't know how long it's going to end up being, but I am predicting that it's probably going to be shorter than usual just because there's not really a lot of stuff to talk about. But... Uh. Come on. We'll see. Come on. I mean, I don't know. Basically, the two (laughs) of us. Two Colombians? Two Colombians? And you're saying this is going to be short? (laughs) We're going to be Colombianing for a while. Let's see how long. Oh, man. It's like, (laughs) yeah. Get ready, people. Get ready. Get comfy. Get comfy. (laughs) And we have, um, we have, uh, via email, I have Klaus and Mike's predictions or choices or whatever for, uh, for the Vuelta. So we'll get to those as well. So. I don't know. Olympics. Is there anything uh, Olympic related that you want to say? Because I have a couple of things that I want to talk about. Yeah, I have. And I have like all over the place. So I will just like to, I don't know if you want to talk time trialing. Uh, It doesn't really matter. Whichever way you want to bring it. Actually, I can tell you this about the time trial. I did not watch either of them. The men really, the man, that's a surprise to me. I thought that you were like following so closely because yeah. I know it's one of your favorite oh, things. Not only do I love like time trialing, not only do I love time trialing, but I love the Olympics. So like that's like the perfect storm of everything that I love. So there you yeah. go, there you I go. Think, so I, I'm pretty I sure actually, you were watching. I, I scheduled a bowel movement uh, specifically during the time <laughs> of the, of both time trials. Uh, make sure that I that I let the world, the universe, know. Uh, exactly what I what I thought about it, but no, go ahead. Okay. You want yeah. to say something? No, no, no. It's just that I, I just want to like talk about him because that I mean, especially what the the one with the women's because there was a lot of like controversy, let's say, really? uh, with that one. So the winner was Kirsten Armstrong from the U.S. That was the gold medal. Then the silver was Savinskaya, and what is interesting about her is that she wasn't supposed to be there because she was a in the group of athletes from Russia that were banned. So she wasn't supposed to be there. And she also was coming uh, after a ban she had to do because she tested uh, positive. So, oh. you know, like there was like, yeah, ooh. Did and people then she came her? in and then she get, what? Did, did people boo her when she went up to get her medal? I don't know. But I, I mean, in Twitter, she was getting booed. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Not the people because I actually present heard, in the... <laughs> I heard a news story today about how much booing there's been during the Olympics, during ceremonies and stuff. Like certain guys would get up there, whatever, because of things that they've done in the past, because, you know, whatever. And I was like, yeah. really? That's awesome. Now all we got to do is add, like, batteries. Cool. Just grab the D-sized batteries and then throw them at athletes. And then we'll be... <laughs> exactly where I think that we should be, which is if you're an athlete and you're going to pretend to be somebody's hero, if you're going to be put yourself out there and pretend to be a hero of some sort, then guess what? I have the right to hate you if you don't perform as I want you to and I can throw a battery at you. That would be awesome. That's when I, hey, listen, when I was a little kid, the way that I grew up was going to the stadium in Bogota with my uncle and you would throw batteries at the other team, of course, duh, but or the, if, or if the our coin. team... Do you remember the 10 peso coin? Man, that thing was a 10. Yeah, like, exactly. It was like the Those giant, 10 peso coins, giant. they're like, <laughs> it's like grabbing two quarters and gluing them together. 
Yeah, something and, like that. That was like that was the ammunition that yeah, my grandpa exactly. actually like chose for and the stadium. <laughs> because I mean, you couldn't you couldn't bring much of anything to the stadium when I was a kid. I don't know how it is nowadays in Colombia, but the only thing you could bring was your little transistor radio, which had the batteries, which that's what you brought the radio for. And so a lot of times you would throw the batteries or coins or spit at or yell at or rocks or whatever you could to the opposing team, of course. I mean, that's the thing. But if your team played badly on their way out, they better protect themselves because then the projectiles are coming to them. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, you play well for me or I'm not going to support you. And I, and I like that. I, this, this American idea of like, well, the guys went out there and they tried their hardest. And listen, you know what? They lost the last game of the World Series. And, you know, sure, I mean, we're going to be back next year. We're going to go, get the hell out of here. I'll go to the airport and wait for the plane to land and then wait for them to get into the bus and then set their bus on fire. That's what you get for not winning the World Series for me. <laughs> Uh, You're a pretty serious fan. I, I, I get it. I'm a pretty so, serious okay. fan. I, I used to be a really serious fan. Nowadays, I just don't care about any sport enough to actually do that. But uh, but I did. I, when, I was, when I was a young little hooligan shithead in Colombia, I definitely, I definitely <laughs> believed that not only causing damage to others, but causing damage to myself by getting into fights was part of the of the deal. If I'm gonna, if I believe in my team and I love my team, then I'm gonna do what uh whatever it takes and whatever it takes a lot of times was you know get your ass handed to them by guys that were like you know seven eight ten years older than i was you know what are you gonna do well anyway whatever we're not, here, we're not talking okay, about, no, we're not no, talking no, about but, uh, before we go before we move on <laughs> i have to ask uh, which team was your team um, back in your I, days in bogota Stadium i'm not Gold. gonna tell you because i'm not gonna tell you because <sighs> Because, Fine. no, you know why? Because Actually, you should know, because we've emailed back and forth with Christian about this. There's uh, When he said that Harlinson Pantano was wearing the wrong jersey. That's because he's yeah. a Cali fan. I'm an America Cali fan. You're an America Cali fan? Yes. Dude, you're from Bogota. What the I hell? I know. Listen. Why are you like, what is your team from Cali? It's like, geez. Okay. Fine. I know that this is the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast, but this has nothing to yeah. do with cycling. It has to do with soccer football and i'm gonna explain why it is once and for all i'm gonna get it out there why am i an america the cali fan there is two teams in colombia that wear red kits right the america the cali red devils Mm -hmm. and santa fe from bogota right those are the two i was born and raised in bogota and my uncle is a huge santa fe fan he was the one that took me to the to the to the stadium so i kind of had to be a Santa Fe fan, I guess, because I went mm-hmm. with him. So he taught me everything about soccer, not only strategy, but also like when to boo, when to yell, what bad words to say, you know, like like <laughs> true stadium <laughs> etiquette, how to like sneak into better seats, that whole thing. He taught me all that. Where to find like weak walls in the stadium so you could like hit them so that rocks would come out so you could throw them, <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, really, he taught me all that stuff. Anyway, so... Santa Fe, right? So I'm a little kid, and my mother gets me a really cool long-sleeve Adidas red jersey, right? It's just the whole thing is red, and it has a Santa Fe uh, patch, right, on it. It's not really the official jersey, but it's, you know, I'm like super. So anyway, I come to the U.S. around the same time, and I find an iron-on patch of Kiss, like Kiss the band, right? Is this like iron-on patch, probably about like five inches tall by a good seven inches wide, and it's just the logo, and then their fa- each of their faces inside the letters, you know, like K with okay. Simmons, I, you know, whatever. And it was an iron-on thing. So I came back, and like my mom was like, all right, so where do you wind the, this ironed on to? And I was like, my favorite jersey. So, of course, it was my favorite jersey, which was my long-sleeve Adidas red jersey. So they iron it on, and then, like, maybe, I don't know, I'm guessing six months later, a year later, I don't know, when you're a kid, time is so weird. They, uh, I find out, I come to find out, that Santa Fe, the team that I've been supporting this whole time, really sucks. Like, I started to really pay attention to, like, much more than going to the stadium and the stadium being the main thing, I started to pay attention to, like, how are they doing the tournament? When is the tournament over? You know, I mean, for me, stadium life came way before the fact that there was other teams and stuff. I found out that they were terrible, especially at the time. They were terrible. They're pretty good now. So, but I had my red jersey that I didn't want to give up because it had the kiss thing on it and I couldn't take it off. So as a, let's say I was seven years old, six or seven years old, I 
had to decide that I didn't want to be a Santa Fe fan anymore. And the only other red team at the time was America de Cali. And they were doing really well. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I had to become an America de Cali fan, right? So I even told kids in my school that I was not from Bogota, that I was actually from Cali. I lied oh to people God, in my school. Oh my God, this is so sneaky. As to, yeah, <laughs> seven years old. Seven, eight years old, yeah. And then, you know, by the time I was eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, that's when America de Cali started doing really, really well. By then, they were going to the Copa Libertadores finals mm. and stuff. And um, and I basically just kind of like ended up being an America de Cali fan because of that. But you know how it is. Once you fall in love with, with the team and you start following it, and it just, that's the way that it is. So, it's funny, 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 but okay. So you're from Cali now. That's good to know. I'll be testing your accent. Oh, no. Later. I'm, not, I'm definitely not from Cali. I'm definitely from Bogota, but there you go. Did, so you, now clean? You, Did you come clean with your buddies at school? It's like, okay, okay, I, I have I'm to sure, admit something. Dude, I'm not from Cali. No, think about this. I probably told them like, dude, I'm from Cali. I'm not from Bogota. And they thought, uh, your sister is in the same class as my sister and we know your whole family is from Bogota. So, so. Sure nobody <laughs> believed me. <laughs> okay. So going back to the TT shenanigans, it oh, sounds yeah. like, of course, a lot of people didn't like this podium. The thing is that the gold and the silver were the exact same ones from London. So it was gold, Armstrong, silver, seven Vizcaya. So there were a lot, there, there were a lot of talks, you know, like a lot of people saying, oh my gosh, this smell fishy, this smell. So, I think uh, I have a moral duty now with our listeners, and I'm just going to get it out there. I'm just going to tell you what is in place for doping. So everyone knows you know, like what the field in that uh, area is for the women. Okay. So there is no biological passport. They don't have that. It doesn't exist, period. The reason is that that is really, like, I think in the men's side that is funded by the teams, so yeah. the teams have to like have the budget to sustain this whole yeah, bio- yeah. biological. Passport. I mean, there are some teams that have it. There's some teams that have it without needing to in men's, like in the lower divisions. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The teams okay. have to. Yeah, no, no. But that yeah. is the thing. Like that. No, that is not something that the women's team have. Yeah. So biological passport is not there. The only testing, I mean, the only doping control initiative comes from two sources. One is the UCI that has, you know, like this pool of funds that they do for that. But of course, that is super, super limited. And they they try to target, you know, like the people that they like to, that they would like to test. So I'm guessing that if you're like pretty good, like Armistead, then you are in the, the ones that are going to get tested. You know, like yeah. they... They don't do a lot because they don't have that much. So that is one side. And then the other part is coming from the cycling federations. So whatever uh, doping control program that the cycling federation has, that is what they have. But there is not something that is, you know, like put in place like in the in the men's. The men. So they, they, they can fly, you know, like pretty much do whatever they want. There is, I'm going to say it, there is not a substantial doping control system for the women. So... It is just like say out there. So they were they were talking about oh my gosh, Christine Armstrong, Savant Liskaya, a bunch of them are not in the whereabouts system. How come this is it? It's like go yell at the national federations, dudes. You know, like that's that's how it is. Yeah, so, but why am I gonna yell at the Russian Federation for? They've already yeah, been yelled I mean, at. That's 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 what it is. I mean, that's what it is. That's what it is. So just putting it out there. But as somebody that was very wise said, and I'm going to quote it here. We can't accuse because we have no evidence. And we can't believe because there is no trust. There you go. Who said that? <laughs> I think it was David Walsh or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was him. People were was giving him crap about that. But okay, so I just like to quote it. So it's just awesome. It's just awesome. What so do you think? It. Do you think that both of these girls were were are clean? I don't know. 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 That's the thing. It's like, I don't have the numbers. I don't have the knowledge. I don't know. What I'm saying is that doping controls are not there. Are not there. I mean, there is not something that can come and tell me. It's like, oh, you're sure they are clean because it's like, I, you can't, you know, like as we, as but we can't how come say the UCI- that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. Instead of spending more money, instead of spending more money on these tests for women cycling, they're just going around buying these iPads with the little things to look for motors in bikes. 
I don't know. I said it before. People are like all up in arms over the mechanical doping or whatever they want to call it. I'm like, let as many bikes with the engines run as you want to. I don't care. I'm way more concerned about substances going into people's bodies. I mean, that's messed up beyond the sport. So Okay. No, that's and that's the thing. That's the other thing that I would like to like get out of my chest right now. And is that this whole thing with the army state and I, I kind of like restrained myself when I did my recording for the last podcast. <laughs> this whole thing You should never restrain thing. yourself. I know, but I mean I, I you know like I was like, okay, I Sometimes I come in really hot and I end up things that I was like, man, I should have thought that better, but no, no. So I was thinking about it, you know, like after I did that recording, I do like kept thinking, kept reading. I guaranteed that that secret suspension is, has not been the only one. I mean, you wait and see in a couple of years, I think that this type of cover up has happened in the past. I'm like completely sure about it. And it's like this massive cover up when everyone interested is going to keep them out shut. Mm -hmm. Because if, you know, like something like the U.S. postal mm -hmm. type of Armageddon hits now, that's it for women cycling. You know, like that's that's it. That's it. So, yeah, yeah that, that I mean, that will be it. So I'm pretty sure that this sort of, you know, like secret suspension and, you know, like missing whereabouts or even like positives. I'm pretty sure that that is... That has happened, but nobody's going to say anything because that will be like putting the nuke in the yeah. development of women's cycling. But I'm pretty sure that you know, like just I, wait yes. from some years from now, there is, that thing is just going to blow up. Yeah, no, I'm, absolutely. I'm like positive about it. That that was the feeling that I got after this whole armistice. Uh, it's not food, let's say. There's no sure way. that has happened in the past. Yeah, so. there's no way in hell that this is the only person that this has happened to. No way. There's no way that other other women haven't missed controls and they they haven't been i mean there's just there it would just be way too much of a coincidence that this is the first time it happens the only time it happens and this is the one that the daily mail or whoever yeah catches there's just no way there's just no way so there's i'm no sure way. yeah oh. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just waiting for Armageddon here. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm following, but I'm waiting for Armageddon. Like, when is that freaking meteorite going to hit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I'll be watching. It's insane. I'll I mean, I, I, you know, watching the Olympics, I was watching men's volleyball, and I was, like, wondering if men feel about, like, volleyball men's, like, those men feel like women cyclists. Like, okay. we're the... <laughs> we're the we're the sex that nobody wants to see play this sport. <laughs> oh come on! You know what I mean. I mean, really, who wants to see men playing beach volleyball? Really? Who? Me? No. <laughs> no, you don't. Don't tell me that. Actually, nobody wants. To see. I don't. It's, I, I haven't. I haven't seen that. It's ridiculous. So I, I wonder sometimes. I'm like, yeah, those guys playing volleyball probably like, oh, we have no sponsors. Nobody cares. When we play a tournament with the women's, after the women's play, everybody leaves. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay. So yeah. okay. So that is from the Olympics. So. It's just people just like make what you like from that. But I'm pretty sure that there is, you know, like this was just like the tiny little tip of an iceberg that is like, it's not going to be pretty when it blows when up. When it blows up. But yeah. I, I guarantee it's going to like blow up at, uh, at some point. So that is from the, the other thing that, you know, like the Olympics uh, left me is that after that, Evelyn Stevens actually announced that she's retiring from uh, pro cycling. And that was a that that actually hit me hard. I didn't think that I was going to care, but I you know I actually was a fan of Evelyn Stevens. So mm. yeah, she's retiring. So man, the peloton is losing a lot of a lot of you know like riders that I really really like. Evelyn Stevens is going. Emma Johansson is also retiring. I heard rumors that Marawat maybe is also retiring because she now is going to transition to be like this. Uh, uh, in, in Boulder, Colorado, she's doing a lot of initiatives that have to do with environment, you know, like biking uh, to work, all uh, these things. So she's oh going to transition to like some Hippies. journalist, something or other position yeah. to try to like yeah. uh, oh, wow, shed the... light on that. She's like, yeah. I think she's trying to like, I, I think she's pretty much like done with cycling. Now, it is just a rumor, it's not set in stone, but man, that's like three of my favorites, like right there. What am I going to do next year? Emma Johansson, I like. <laughs> Emma Johansson, I like. Hippies trying yeah. to help the man, Colorado. 
bunch of hippies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about track cycling? Did you oh, uh, have you watched God. any of the track Are stuff? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It was like yeah. Great Britain, you know, like the final score. Great Britain, 11, the rest of the world, 12. And that depends if you count Viviani on the rest of the world team. Because the guy actually rides for Sky. So is he rest of the world yeah, or but he's going to be medal number 12? No, no, no. He's definitely, <laughs> he's definitely the rest of the world. Because okay. they were not. I mean, nobody was helping him on that. And throughout the whole thing, Cavendish was not helping him. He, they were yeah, not racing. No, no, like, no. I'm, I'm, so. I'm just saying because he's ties to yeah, the Empire. Yeah. That's all. That's yeah, all. Yeah. That's all. But uh, yeah, no, it was like 11 people. I mean, 11 medals. You know, like every single person that was racing track for Great Britain got a freaking medal. Really? Yeah. Wow. I know. I know. That is <laughs> I was incredible. Like, wow. And then, and the thing is, like, after they have won a lot of things, like Laura Trot and then the other guy, Jason Kenny, I guess, yeah. they went out, it's like, you know, and it didn't feel that hard. They were actually, like, bullying people. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's like, you, okay, you're dominating, but please don't just go out and just say to the other ones, eh, actually, it wasn't, it wasn't that hard. You know, like, you're just, like, yeah. <laughs> like destroying everybody. And, eh, but let okay. me ask you about this, though. Okay. Uh, the, the Mark Cavendish crash, and I don't know if anybody out there, there's probably people that don't even watch track cycling, I don't know, but uh, Mark Cavendish took down a South Korean rider that went yeah. down the rest of the banking and then took down a couple of other guys, a Chinese guy, and then obviously Viviani, <laughs> Viviani as well. And Viviani, yeah. So I tweeted this at the time when I was watching it. I don't understand why Viviani didn't just get up and start running down the track. Yeah. I thought that, <laughs> I was, that. that was funny. That's supposed to, isn't that the new thing to do when you, when you crash and your bike is well, broken? Just start running down and wait for the, for the new bike. Yeah, that was uh, funny. That I, was funny. I thought that he was going to get, uh, that Cavendish was going to get uh, some sort of penalty, uh, but apparently he didn't. And then later he apologized and he said, yeah, it was my fault or whatever. The Korean dude went to the hospital other than that, everything was okay. Nobody lost time or anything like that. I don't know exactly how that thing was neutralized. It was weird. There was like two laps and then they neutralized it and then they kept going. So like the neutralized laps don't count towards the f- It's, I don't know. Yeah. Track cycling yeah, yeah. gets it's weird. Like, and I think it's like, track cycling has like these weird They're rules. very weird rules. So when you go down or you have a mechanical or you have like a fall or something, then you have the guy or the woman has two laps to get back on the bike and then start, you know, like rejoin the, yeah. the, the competition. But, then but if, you if think it's about something it, massive or, you know, like there is a problem with the bike, what they do is like they neutralize to make sure. And I think that if the, if the fall is too hard and they think that the surface of the track has been, you know, yeah, like compromised yeah, or something, they neutralize yeah. just to make sure that, yeah, I've seen no that. Did you see the did you see hazards. after the women's crash where the Dutch girl went all the way up the apron and then came back? Oh my god! That uh, was so after cool. that, they, the, the 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 track workers went up to the banking and then there was like a pretty big gash and they put paper on there, like just like eight and a half by eleven pieces of paper, like like scrunched up and then covered the whole thing with duct tape. And I was like, wow, that's, <laughs> there you well, go. I'm sure they fixed it properly afterwards, but I thought that was like, it's just yeah. such a South American thing to do. It's like, hey, that's close enough. Let's go. Yeah. Um, no, Mark Cavendish was funny because, you know, like it was interesting to see the reactions of people out there. So a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, he has to be disqualified. That's for sure. Blah, 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 blah. Then after the fact, somebody like interviewed uh, Viviani uh-huh. and Viviani says like, you know, it's just an accident. You know, like, it wasn't. I don't think there was like premeditation. I don't think. Yeah, it, no, I don't think so you know, either. Like it was enough. I don't think. Blah, blah, I mean, blah. if you it see the replay, like, these things, yeah. these things happens. But the best reaction of them all came from the Colombian Cycling Federation. You know, like after they handed the medals and whatever, they said that they were going to officially protest the decision of not disqualifying Cavendish. Okay. <laughs> officially protest to the UCI. That Cavendish exactly. didn't get disqualified. Exactly. I was laughing so hard when I read it. I was like, really? Now, if you look at the replay, you can tell that Cavendish is not even aware that this guy is next to him. He just turned into him, but he had, he had no idea. If he tried to do it on purpose, then he would actually have been looking around to see if the guy was there. Plus, I mean, why would somebody like, like Mark Cavendish... 
want to do something like that. That's just silly. I know he did it, but I, I thought he was incredibly careless. And he could potentially have, like, really hurt that dude. I know he went to hospital or whatever, and apparently he's okay now, but... Yeah. He could potentially have really hurt that dude. And he could potentially have hurt Viviani to the point where Viviani wouldn't have been able to win a, a gold yeah. medal that he absolutely and 100% deserved. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was yeah. that was good. That was good. That was that was fun to watch. Um, I that also said this on I also said this on Twitter, uh but it, it it's worth uh uh saying here once again and that is that every single time I see track cycling, which is only during the Olympics and the World Championships, um, I'm like, man, track cycling is so much fun, especially the Omnium. I think it's just such a cool thing. And I'm just going to start watching this now. And then I completely forget about it until like four years from then I watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, no, it's I, not. I mean, I watch it once in a while, but I just, and, and even, even six day racing, I think it's awesome. I just, mm. it's, it's one of those things that it's in my to-do list, but I'm not really committed. Exactly. I haven't found that the kind of, uh, yet i'm not i'm not committed yet oh, we'll, we'll yeah no my approach to the olympics wasn't to go and cheer for people i'm cheering against people so ah. that's like <laughs> i'll be in front of the tv and i'll be cheering like not you not you <laughs> well oh, i stayed awesome. up i stayed up super late last night um <laughs> I couldn't sleep, uh, so I started watching, and I, I had the I have the BBC package where you can see like everything, like like every friggin' sport. So I was watching uh, track and field because mostly because I wanted to see the four hundred meter uh, hurdle stuff, which I always think I just like track and field is a, is a thing that I just I've always liked. I was track and field team high school and stuff, and but I was watching the javelin throwing throwing thing, and there is a Polish woman that I just totally fell in love with and I just started rooting for her just she's like just she's like 20 years old so it's totally creepy it's not I'm actually in love with her but I was smitten by her and stuff so I look up and I was like it's like three in the morning and I'm waiting for the finals of the fucking women <laughs> ridiculous I'm like what the hell am I doing with my life stupid what's olympics i hate it i hate the what's olympics the name? what's the name of the oh shit god who knows i don't even remember oh my gosh uh let me see if i can uh no don't tell me because then i'm just going to go against her so that's if i have no no, no she's a to- she's no nah, she's a total cutie um okay and then the other thing that i thought was weird is in track and field the women always show their ridiculous abs and it's just yeah. like what and then the guys cover them. And here's the thing. I'm sure those guys have, like, abs that are – they probably break the camera. That's probably why they don't show them. But I just don't think that it's fair for the lady viewers, you know, because, like, as a dude, I'm like, wow, that girl has ridiculous abs. That's really nice. But then for the ladies, it would be nice for them to see some, like, dude abs. And um, no. No dude apps for the for the ladies. Although it would be kind of yeah. weird if the guy was there <laughs> in shorts in and like tiny a, in tiny little shorts. And a, yeah, and like a sports bra for dudes. A sports bro. <laughs> that would be really weird. Although they, they, they should run shirtless then. You know what I just said? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> just tattoo a number or something. Uh, spray it. Spray paint it spray paint on your it. back. Um... <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, no track. Track was interesting, but boy, it's like total domination from Great Britain. So yeah. like, there have been a lot of you know like people that is very suspicious and stuff, and they have the money. They have a lot of money for that program. I read somewhere that somewhere that is like fifteen million, the equivalent of fifteen million dollars that they invest in tracks. So what? Jesus. It's insane. It's insane. I mean, the money, the checkbook that British cycling has is. Is massive, so. No, you know what? Good for them. I don't. I, I really don't. I mean, that's another reason that I, the Olympics just kind of like sicken me because you're really gonna tell me that a country the size of England has better athletes than a country the size of Brazil. Brazil is probably 15 times the size of England. The thing is that in England, they spend the money and stuff. So it's not really, people are always like, yeah, England, England. You're really going like, yeah, we have money and you don't. And it's the same thing with the United States. And I mean, even within Latin America, if you look at the medal count, Colombia is head and shoulders above everybody else. But Colombia yeah. can't be like, hey, Ecuador sucks. Like, yeah, in Colombia, we have like a serious track program, for example. Or cycling in Colombia is actually, has a, there, there, there's 
there's uh, uh, some sort of structure that people can come up. In Ecuador, there isn't. That doesn't necessarily mean that Ecuador is less like this whole idea of like even Hillary Clinton said something like our athletes are mopping it up in Rio. Uh, it's not really your athletes, it's actually your money and your power. And and there's nothing wrong with that. But don't make the Olympics out to be these like you know, fair competition I, because it totally isn't. You know, that, that's one part of that I found hilarious once, you know, like because we are campaigning, of course, and the Olympics are going on. So, of course, the politicians that are running for office, they have to like make a point out of that. And it is interesting because, for example, for cycling, the money comes from private sponsors. There is not a single penny coming in from state uh, state funds. So it is kind of like interesting. It's like, shut up, Hillary. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like sponsors. <laughs> you know, like the, the track, I was just like, there is this article in Belonius when they were like doing the parallel between the resources that the track program has in the U.S. versus yeah. what they have in uh, Great Britain. And yeah. it's just, wow. You know, <laughs> it's this, this massive, massive, massive gap. So... It is interesting. I mean, they they have a lot of money, and that is pretty much what comes down to it. Yeah. Like no, but I mean, that's, stuff, that's but absolutely knows, fine. You know, like who knows if they are doing something else? I don't give a shit. But I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I I I always pretend that there nobody's doing anything else. It's just easier, even if I think ah, so. Sometimes you're I'm such like, a cutie. okay, it, here Aww. is something cutie. important. What? What? No, 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 you're such oh. a cutie. Everyone is nice. Everybody yeah. is nice. No, I just try not to think too much about doping. It really upsets me. But okay, the no, girl that I was talking about, okay. the girl that I was talking about in the Olympics, Maria Andrei Andreishik. Andreishik. Okay. A N D R E J C Z Y K. Okay. Um okay. so so yeah. So now, Vuelta España. Now that we like just oh, man, yeah. that the they, 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 I was reading about it, and they say that they pretty much got rid of the sprinters. <laughs> like this is a stage race. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you like, see that? They like kind of politely telling the sprinters, "Please don't come." Please don't come. <laughs> Which is funny because I was. Yeah. Think about this. So the World Championships in Doha are going to be obviously one hundred percent. Sprinters. I mean, if I were Colombia, I wouldn't yeah. even show up. But oh, anyway. come on, shut up! Oh yeah, that's right, Gaviria. Really? With Gaviria, Dude, we have something. Jeez, yeah, no. Yeah, I know. Finally, once. Yeah, who's gonna lead him out? Chavez? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, like there are. I, I'm uh, well, fine. Listen, I, I, I'll shut up now. But I yeah. have. But yeah. Point being, I need to wait for Klaus. I need to wait for Klaus. Point being that mm-hmm. if. Normally, usually, a lot of guys use the uh, the Vuelta as a tune-up race for the for the World Championships. Well, this time around, all the sprinters are like, we would love to use the Vuelta if there was a single stage that maybe we could actually try something at. There's three stages that are called flat that have mountaintop finishes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're labeled. They like they're like labeled flat in the friggin' book, and they, all three of them have like. Like it's ridiculous. It's amazing. I absolutely yeah. love it. The, the, the yeah. first, the first like uh, tops like uh, mountain top finish or whatever, or like hill top finish or whatever, is in the yeah. second stage. It is awesome. I like. I like. You know. I love it. I think. I think next year, I'm just going to do four Grand Tours. I just think I'm going to do Giro and Vuelta. Oh yeah. I think I'm done with the Tour de France. I mean, I, like, this year was fucking disgusting. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Pardon no. my Spanish. No, but, I yeah, think. <laughs> I, I agree with you, but I've been done with the Tour de France for a long time. I just, I never expect much from the Tour de France. It just doesn't, whatever. It's, the Giro for me is still top notch. The Vuelta yeah. would be better if people took the Vuelta a little bit more seriously, but you never hear somebody at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the season saying like, oh, the Vuelta is my target. No, people say the Giro is my target or the Tour is my target. The yeah. Vuelta is nobody's target. So that's why I think that the, the Vuelta uh, like suffers a lot of time because it depends on how people do in the other Grand Tours. Okay. You know, for example, people like Nibali and Aru not being here has everything to do with how their season went. Just like then uh, people like Froome being here has everything to do with how his season went. So, so, and okay. Valverde and Quintana and everybody, basically who ends up in the Vuelta it's, it's very, like, up in the air, and it's kind of like, oh, I guess I'll do the Vuelta, and it's going to become one of my 
like targets for the season, but I just found out about it a month ago. So it's 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 kind of weird. I think that the Vuelta suffers because of that. But okay, whichever way. I mean, if you look at who's starting in the Vuelta España this year, it's really, really, really insane. If everybody yeah. is in 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 good form, we have probably I don't know ten people that can win, and it's like. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like 10 people that could potentially win. I mean, there's always that many people that could potentially win. But I mean, 10 people that if they won, nobody would bat an eye. I mean, like it's it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Uh, we have. OK, so Alejandro Valverde is not going to win the Vuelta España, of course. But this guy has been like a top 10 in the Vuelta España. He's probably been a top 10 in every single Grand Tour that he's participated in in the last 10 years. I mean, okay. he's insane. So then you have Alberto Cantador. He could win easily. Chris Froome, easily. Nairo Quintana, absolutely. Chavez, yep. Steven Kreuzweg, if he continues to be as good as he was in the Giro, of course. Mikel Landa, of course. Superman Lopez, a lot of people are saying he could win it. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I personally don't think so. But even Daniel Lloyd from GCN said that he <laughs> thought that. So, Rigobert Turan, he could perfectly well win it. Uh, TJ Van Garderen, sure. And Wait, then you get is Turan into- going to the, to the Vuelta? He's 33 to 1 in the, in the, in so the thing. Is- this is what happens, you know, like I, I, I try to prepare for this. I actually like did look at start lists uh-huh. and I'm getting like different versions from like all over the place. And I I have one here from Procycling Stats and Uran is not It's not in it not anymore. Listed, but it's not I mean Cannondale doesn't have the full Oh, it doesn't it have, have the, the whole little thing. greeny check thingy next to the team. So but Uran is not there, so But Talansky is. Yes. Talansky's, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but, I mean, Louis Menchis even. Like, I mean, that's right there. That's like probably 12 dudes that I just mentioned that could potentially yeah. win that this race. And then there's like, you know, the second tier people like Rain Taramai, for example, and like Atapuma and people like that. That, you know, I mean, whatever. But it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really, really interesting. They're also going back to my favorite uh, summit finish of any in any race ever. This is, for me, is better than the Tourmalet, it's better than Alpes uh, It's uh, close to Alpes for me. It's pro- Alpes is probably my second one, but um, the Lagos de Covadonga finish in, oh, in Tour Spain yeah, is, Lucho, Lucho, oh, no, I mean, yeah. of course, it's done, <laughs> it's done a lot of really good things for Colombian cycling. It's, 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 it's a place that I think every Colombian cycling fan just has very close to their heart because of what Luis Herrera yeah. did there. Um, but as a climb, it's just, Amazing! It just goes in levels, which is so good. You're like it's a ramp and then a flat, and then a ramp and then a flat, and then a, and then you just go up to all. And then each one of them has like there's lakes that go up to, hence the name Lakes of Kovanonga. Mm-hmm. It's such a nice, it's such a cool, cool stage. So uh, I'm looking forward to that one more than anything else, probably. And um, and I just think that it's amazing, crazy, and ridiculous that there is. Three Colombians amongst the favorites to win this. That is that is insane. Story. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, it is. I I like the vuelta because everything is in Spanish. So it's like ah, I can't pronounce the places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What about when you go to the Basque country though? You're like, oh, oh shit, never mind. <laughs> but for most of the time, I'm like, okay, I got this. I got this. Now I can pronounce these names. No problem. So yeah, 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 actually, the rest that is. Of the year, I'm like, the spring is probably the hardest for me. I'm like, I was like, okay, yeah, here we go. Butchering, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's start butchering here because it's not good. But no, it looks good. Oh, and before we forget, uh, people, please join the Velo Games League that Mike Spriggs uh, yes. set up. So yes. go to gaychandesoro.com or look for him in the Twitter. Uh, his Twitter thing, he has the the information right there. This time, he did something very nice that didn't happen with Tour de Flizzard, and is that he actually wrote the number in the text of the tweet. So you can oh, yeah, I know. He copy didn't, paste that. Yeah, because that's last beautiful. Because last time, it was the freaking picture. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, like accessible for copy-pasting. So but, but here's the problem. Has, has been taken care of, so please join the 
Velo Games, El League, and uh, maybe I'll give the prize for this one. Oh, boy. I can pronounce things. Maybe, maybe I'll throw a little something for the person that wins it. You know what the problem and is with what Mike loser, did, though? For the loser. I'll, I will throw something if the person wins it, and I'm also... Like for the uh, loser, give a prize for the for, for the, the loser. loser. Oh boy, for the loser. So listen, yeah. The problem what? with what Mike did is that sure on Twitter you can copy and paste. Guess what? On his blog you can't. If you do oh, it on the okay. internet, like yeah. So that's how I had to do it. I had to like <laughs> copy it from the stupid image. I was so mad at him. Oh, I'm I'm correcting myself too. Uh, the first uh, mountaintop finish or. Hilltop finish for the for the Vuelta is actually um, in um, stage three, not stage two. Stage yeah. one is the time team trial, the team time trial, <laughs> which <laughs> which you know I'm gonna skip because I could give two craps about that. And um, yeah, the other oh the sprint, that, that, yeah the second one is a sprint finish, dude. The second one is a sprint finish. So basically, uh, if you're looking for me in the Vuelta España, I'll join you guys on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny it's like mm. sprint finish with a little hump you know like tick yeah, 10 it, kilometers to yeah. the finish there is like this hump that just like there there goes your sprint finish funny <laughs> uh, oh, this is going to be so good so I, I was laughing at it when i was looking at the profiles and the absence of sprinters like this is awesome it's like please don't come yeah, don't bother. Thank <laughs> you guys very if much. You, you can stay are home. going to come here and then are going to give up when the mountains hit. Just, just stay home. Just stay home. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Bother. Don't just... even bother. That is awesome. I love that attitude. Yeah, yeah. I, I, me too. I absolutely, I absolutely love it. I mean, if races that are pan flat are not going to have a problem telling climbers like, yeah, don't worry about it, don't come here, then why not this? You yeah, it's, like, it's just justice. It's justice. Yeah. It's that's that's what it is. Yeah, uh, like, like, yeah, like. There you go. Like the world championships in Doha. Like, don't bother coming if you're a climber. It's not going to be any. So the Lagos de Covadonga um, stage that I was talking about. Sten, Sten, right? It's number 10, I think. It is stage 10. Yeah, 10, which Mm -hmm. is uh, August 29th, Monday. Right before the right before the first rest day, so that's gonna be good. And then the other one, the one that is gonna that is supposed to, they're saying it's like the queen stage, quote unquote, is uh, stage fourteen, um, which is uh, September third. That's a Saturday, so definitely, definitely, you gotta check that one out. Oh man, this is when they go to stupid Basque country. Ugh. Yes. Fine. <laughs> Fine. The only reason you don't like the Basque Country is because you can't pronounce the names of the places. Yeah, I can't pronounce the names. That's my problem. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, people are like the nicest in the world there. Yeah, no, I, I, I have met people from that area, but it ruins my mojo of actually being able to pronounce names of like <laughs> climbs and stuff. So I like them, don't get me wrong. I like them and I think that it's pretty cool what they have going on, you know, like trying to like separate themselves. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it's pretty neat, but it's like, man, I can't pronounce it. It's not their fault. It's mine, but still, I'm going to resent them because of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so should we uh, get to uh, favorites? Sure. Why not? Okay. Do you want me to do these fools first? Sure. These... Okay. Sure, sure. Let's see. Uh, you know what? I okay, haven't... Okay, so you know what? I do one, and then... And like, then you go? I know that Klaus are Mike... Klaus and Mike send the favorites, so pick yeah. which one you want to announce, and I'll do the other one. Oh. I'll try to mimic the voices. Oh man, this is going to be fun. We'll try to do it. Like if you pick Mike, then you have to announce. Okay, the, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Max. With I, Mike. I'm gonna voice. do Mike. I'm gonna do Mike. Okay, hey. and then I'll do. Oh man, Klaus, really? Yeah, Mike. and you, Klaus, and I'll, I'll be like, try to Klaus. and I'll be like, hey Mike, so who are you gonna pick, head and heart? <laughs> what? What? Who are you gonna pick, head and heart? Uh, for for what? For the Welta? Yes, yes, for the Vuelta. Who are you going to pick? Uh, Contador. All right, Contador with your head or your heart? With my head. Oh, okay, with your head. And who with your heart? Uh, Lawson Craddock. Uh, all right, are you serious? Yeah. All right, there you go. So Mike picks Alberto Contador and Lawson Craddock. Okay. <laughs> what, did, did I do a good Mike? I don't know. Yeah, that was hard. it's hard. It's hard with Mike because yeah. it's just like you know, you know what I was, what I was, and we were talking about this with my husband. We were, uh, uh, but you were doing BBC, so we have the commentator, NBC Sports. You know, like 
Oh, yeah. I, I accept the fact that I don't live in Europe and I got American coverage of things. I'm at peace with that. You know, like I'm done trying to pretend that I live in Europe so I have access to BBC, Eurosport and all these things. So I made my piece and I'm watching whatever is offered here in, in, the, in the US. So we were, we were looking at it and the person doing, one of the two people doing commentary was Rochelle uh, Gilmore. Oh, yeah. So she's the, she's the owner uh, of the Wiggle High Five Mm-hmm. But she's also pretty active in terms of, you know, like broadcasting and all those things. So she was doing the commentary for cycling uh, for uh, NBC and scene or whatever it is that they used to show the, the races. So for cycling track, man, this woman cannot get excited about everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like just narrating is like super flat. She at the end, at the end, towards the end of the track uh, program, she got a little bit excited. But, you know, like she tries to keep it professional and just, you know, like this flat flat voice commentary you know, like all the way so like you that. think I that i was thinking i was like oh my gosh this is the female version of mike <laughs> there you go like so you think that uh like flat and what we have here blah 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 i was like oh <laughs> so you think that she should be she should be doing like political commentary for npr and not like track cycling for the olympics it is funny but like i mean mike. this is a bias that we have as colombians because if people have ever listened to the way that soccer games get to be commentated and narrated. Or even cycling. Colombia yeah. is just insane. You know, like it's all about yelling and emotion and blah, blah, blah. And they, when somebody scores, the goal yeah. scream lasts like minutes, I think. Yeah, and they so play songs. When, we, and, when yeah. we hear somebody just, you know, like giving you the facts and just telling you information with, then you no fall asleep. sort of like emotion whatsoever. Then you was like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is, what, why are you like jumping and screaming, like doing something? Entertain me. You know, like, it's just funny. It's just, she did a good job. I'm just saying that, you know, like since I have this bias towards flavorful, colorful commentary, then I'm, I'm like nailing her. But it was also funny. It was like, oh my gosh. She's like, it's like Mike with like a female voice. <laughs> <laughs> I like you, Mike. I like you, Mike. I'm pretty sure you're listening. So. Yeah, I'm sure he, he. Why would he listen? He hates this podcast, even when he's on it. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. He was the one pushing to record one when we when you were on vacation. Oh, because there was he a lot of fun stuff going on. Bad, dude. He wanted it that bad. So. Okay, um, okay. So, so Mike has Alberto Contador in his head, and in his heart has uh, Lawson Craddock. So, Craddock. of course, he's going to be heartbroken. We already know that. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are high chances for that to happen. So if Lawson Craddock wins the Vuelta España, I will tattoo Lawson. No, even better. I will tattoo Mike's face on my body somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, Natalia, go. go ahead. So, Klaus will go. So, okay, Klaus, <laughs> tell me your picks. Uh, now that you mentioned that, I have a funny story that happened to me when I was visiting Spain for, you know, like some reason or other. And I happened to be in this area with the Lagos of Covadongas is going to be. And some cows were looking at me, and giving me these weird faces. And then all of a sudden, I start thinking back when I was in Colombia, driving with my family through the valley of Bogota. And, you know, like all the way remembering when Lucho Herrera won Lagos de Covadonga. And that is one of my favorite memories of them all. Okay, Klaus, what is your heart pick and what is your brain pick? And he will go and say, okay, my brain pick is Quintana and my heart pick is, guess what? Quintana. Klaus, Klaus, you are surprising me. I don't think that you like Quintana that much. Oh, Quintana? No, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't have a crush on Quintana. No, like cycling crush with Quintana, not at all. I, I don't think that he is the greatest of Colombians yet. No, no, no problem there. Thank you, Klaus. Oh, that was great. That was a good Klaus. That was a good Klaus impersonation. Now, Natalia, who do you think? Okay, so my brain, because you know, like I wanted to pick Contador, but I really wanted to pick different from other people. So when, Ma- when Mike sent the email and says my brain pick is Contador, I was like, ah oh, man, <laughs> <laughs> you take that back. It was like no. <laughs> so no, I'm going brain. I'm going with Crosswick. Really, Steven Crosswick? Okay. Yeah, well, you keep it different, and then in my heart, I'm going with Chavez. Okay. With the Rolo, I'm going with the Rolo. With the Rolo, as you should. Uh, all right, so my head, 
I'm going okay. with uh, Esteban Chavez. And my heart. And my heart. I'm going with Esteban Chavez. Oh my gosh. Are you a Esteban Chavez fan? No, I mean, who isn't? He's like the cutest little dude. I want to like, I want to like fold him and put him in my pocket. Of course. Did um, you see a mural that they did in his house in Tango? No. Oh, they, oh man, go to his Twitter or like, history uh, or whatever and check the picture that he posted. It's insane. It's like this giant entrance to his home in Tenjo. It is a town that is close uh, Bogota, and it's like this this big like portal for entering the house. Is uh, is huge. it all his teeth? And he has like a huge Esteban Chavez smiling. And says, like, dreams can come true or dreams happen. Something like that in Spanish. I don't remember. So, yeah, no, it is, like, big, big, big. So he he's big in the middle. And then I think it's one of his brothers that was added to the to the left. So I'm, I'm wondering if this thing is going to start, like, being populated with the, kid, with the cycling team that he's now supporting oh, back yeah. in Colombia. So I don't know if, you know, like, every, every time that somebody makes something good, then it gets to be in that... In that mural, so yeah, it yeah, is yeah. pretty neat. It is pretty neat. Just check it out. Check it out. It's yeah, so cool. like, it's pretty cool. Esteban Chavez has a, has a, has an academy, a cycling academy in Colombia and stuff, and he's like yeah. bringing all these kids up through his through his academy. He's actually run by his dad, basically. But um, yeah. obviously, since most of the times Esteban is in home, um, mm. yeah, you know, actually, uh, my my picks though were very specific because I honestly want Esteban Chavez to win. I think that it would be better for Colombian cycling if Esteban Chavez wins something at this point than if Nairo Quintana were to win it. Okay. And I was going to say, maybe with my head, Esteban Chavez, and then with my heart, Miguel Angel Lopez, because it would okay. be awesome if Superman Lopez wins something. But I don't, I mean, I think between the two, I'll pick Esteban. So oh, Chavez, Chavez and Chavez. Chavez. Chavez, Chavez for me, Quintana, Quintana for Klaus. Um, Contador, Contador Craddock for Mike, and then for you was uh, Kreuzweg, who? Kreuzweg and Chavez. And Chavez. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm all in for Chavez and like Rolo, Rolo Love. Rolo right Love. There. So Rolo, Rolo are people from Bogota, from the capital where we're from. So that's what a Rolo means. So every time she says Rolo, he's the Rolo or whatever. That's how we call people from the capital. Where yeah. Oh, I have a question for you. So what? I can you explain to me what the picture in the Velo game thing is? I didn't get it. I'm sorry. I know that the name is hard to pronounce. I don't even dare to try it, but I don't I don't get the whole thing. Wait, what? They have you have like the you like you can't pronounce his name. And oh. then it's like this dark thing. I'm illiterate when it comes to movies. So if this thing has a movie theme, I'm not getting it. It's just like, woo, like, I, I, yeah. okay. What the hell are they talking about? Can you? get it, I'm sorry. Wait. I was going to go, you know, like when he was asking for team suggestions, I was like, Pokemon Go with the Spain flag behind that. <laughs> Fine. You win. Uh, it's, a, it's, it. a, it's a Jason Bourne reference. Oh. Old movie coming up, movie, recent movie. Well, it's the, the, so the, the specific reference is from the, the new one that came out that is like the fourth Jason Bourne or whatever, which is like... Okay. The, the, the slogan is, you know his name. Oh! So this oh, one is, you can't I pronounce his game. So <laughs> we're obviously talking about the fantasy uh, yeah. league that we were talking about earlier, gagedesoto.com. There you click on blog, and then it comes out there how to, like, sign up and all that stuff for uh, at uh, Velo Games. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, since you're, since you're, like, so ignorant of movies, uh, have you seen that movie that just came out, The Suicide Squad? Nope. Okay. Good, don't. You have to understand this. If I watch movie, I'm watching it with like the six month or the year delay because I don't go to theaters. Really? Why not? There's nothing like going to the theater. I try to go like once or twice a week. It be, I mean, I get annoyed with people at theaters. That's all. Well, I usually go during the day when there's nobody there. So the theater's all to myself. That That's nice. I, I get annoyed yeah. with people, you know, like chewing freaking popcorn during the whole movie. Yeah. Imagine you go to the it movies and you me. chew popcorn. What's wrong with you people? Oh my gosh! It's like, can you just eat before and just come and just sit and watch, and don't chew? It's like, don't chew. Like, it's probably better. 
you go to a part when the movie is supposed to be like silent or quiet and then you hear in the back the crumbling of <laughs> popcorn in the mouth of somebody and I'm like, oh my gosh. No, wow. I'm waiting for it to come out in DVD and then I'll get it in the house and just like wow. watch it when I know that I don't have popcorn chewers next okay. to me. Don't well, actually, you don't like comic books and stuff, so you're not. It's not like you would even be tempted to watch it. But just to all our viewers out there, if you're thinking about going to see the Suicide Squad, please don't. It is terrible. It is a sad, sad, sad movie. It's just terrible. Just everything about it is bad, and that comes from like the the heart of a true 100% comic book nerd like I am. It's just okay. But anyway, all right, cool, <laughs> man. We did not talk about cycling at all this whole podcast. Well, some, I yeah. mean, the important part. Yeah, exactly. The Vuelta a España coming up, and uh, when does it start? Saturday, I think. Saturday it's night, it's all right for fighting. Saturday let's see, night, let's see. it's all right, just, it's all yeah, right, Saturday. it's all right. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. What was I singing, Natalia? <laughs> what, what was I just singing? I don't know. I don't know. Saturday night's all right for fighting. Come on, man. Elton John, dude. <laughs> Oh no, I don't know that one. I'm sorry. <sighs> okay, I think I'm we're sorry. Gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna close the podcast with with some Elton John. No, you have to do something like Spain related type of thing. No, I opened with something Spain related. Oh, okay, and then you close it with with Elton John. Yeah, because just okay. because I just thought oh, of this before before you go. So I saw that you were asking the people if uh-huh. they wanted to hear this thing. Weekly by weekly, I know that you did. Oh video. yes, yes, yes. I, I actually meant so to what say is that the, again. What was the result of that uh, market, uh, research? It's still an ongoing thing. So if you guys missed oh. the last episode, and if you haven't been following me on Twitter, by the way, it's at Speed Metal Cycle. Um, we are trying to figure out if you guys out there would uh, want to hear the podcast every week, like let's say every Tuesday or something. Uh, or every two Tuesdays, or once a month, or whatever. So you can uh, either search for the for the tweet. Um, pin it. Why don't you pin it to your profile so it's easy to? Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know how to do that, dude. I barely know how to use Twitter. Come on. Oh, come on. You just go in the options and you say pin it to profile. Who's, and then who's it's options? Is there whose options? Hmm? Who's options? I don't know anything about options. Delirious, did you have your phone with you? It's so easy to review. I don't know where my phone phone is. I don't like phones. They scare me. They got radiation. Give me brain cancer. You're the king of like lame excuses. So fine. (laughs) I know. No, no, no. Okay, fine. fine. I'll pin it. I'll pin it. Try and just go over there and say. Try freaking comic. Let me know. Try to find out to pin a tweet to your profile. Jeez. (laughs) Let me know if you think that (laughs) you would like to like weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, whatever. Uh, or shoot us, shoot me a, a, an email if there's more to it than that. Or you can just tweet something at us or whatever. Uh, info at Speed Metal Cycling is the is the email address. And right now it looks like weekly seems to be about forty percent or so. And last time I looked at it, about forty forty two percent, and by far basically winning because the other ones are like. I don't know, twenty percent or whatever. And then in, there's a couple of never agains. People are like, "Oh, please don't ever." I voted. Again. I voted never again. Yeah. I did it. I did it. <laughs> you are not the only one. There's a couple. Spitting in my soup. Spitting in my yeah. soup. No, yes. and there's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people that are like, "Can you do it three times a week?" So okay, uh, I think. yeah, I heard somebody that was like, "Can you do it twice a day?" It's like, man, yeah. there are some serious junkies <laughs> out there. Oof. I am, however, thinking about <laughs> it, this. Is in my in my idea in my head right now, and it's been like in there for a while the idea of actually starting a second podcast oh my gosh where i just do a podcast that is completely different than this one uh probably all by myself me just by myself uh chatting and stuff but uh but i don't know so are you thinking about ditching us is this your like, no 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 no, no? no. To, okay. to just do a, a separate a completely separate thing a completely different thing start out start a new a new podcast is it going to be about cycling no, probably not. Is it, it going to be about... It's going to be about me. If, oh, if it happens, okay. it'll be about me. So it'll be about cycling because I love cycling. It'll be about soccer, Formula One, comic books, beer, cosplay, beer, and beer sex... Um, and rock and roll. <laughs> Capush. <laughs> metal. Um, yeah, playing guitar. Just all the shit that I like and just telling stories and being dumb. I don't know. Mm. Interviewing people, maybe having like guests or something like that. Not really okay. sure. 
I'm just, I, all I can say is the Speed Metal Cycling podcast is leaving me very uh, empty inside. I need something to like, that, to, to care about. You don't care about this? Come on, dude, come on. No, of course I do. Of course I do. Of course I do. It's just, um, no, I mean, there's so much more. I have so much more to say. I mean, today alone, we talked about like my childhood soccer and then we talked about comic books and stuff and there's like, you know, there's there's plenty more other bullshit that I want to say and talk about. Okay. So, um, I hear you. I hear you. you know. that would be good. I'll subscribe to it too. Yeah, please do. Then start so, I don't know. you so I can crash it. At so first, let me, I, let me, let me, let me. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I'll, uh, I still have to like think about it and, and, and figure it out. And I don't know, maybe I just want to do it in YouTube as opposed to like a regular podcast and stuff. Ooh, and actually like showing your face and stuff? No, That's no, 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 nothing. Like uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know exactly what I want to do. Maybe like a... Okay. There you go, people. There exclusive, you go. So now exclusive you know. Announcement, exclusive announcement. Exclusive announcement. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. That's very exclusive. That's a very exclusive okay. announcement. All right, guys. I that we didn't have anything to talk about today, that it was going to be short and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> exactly. We talked about cycling for five minutes and about yep, everything else yep. for 58. So... We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. So... With that said, enjoy the Vuelta, everybody. We, we're we're going to try to record uh, in the middle of La Vuelta. We'll see what happens. But uh, until then, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>